This episode of Intentional Talk with Lisa Kay and Taylor is sponsored by Superior Abstract and Title in Plano, Texas. At Superior Abstract and Title, they don't claim to know more about deadlines than anyone else. What they do claim is the ability to provide you with the tools and services to meet them without the headache, stress, and hassle that often accompanies them. Shop Superior Abstract and Title. Hello, I'm Lisa Kay. And I'm Taylor. And this is Intentional Intentional Talk. This is a show that cares and brings positives to the air with live, engaging, and encouraging messages. And we keep it real on this show. Uh, Well, today is going to be a treat for us all. I get to learn a lot about this guy, but he traditionally is in the host seat, so we're gonna have to hold him back because he (laughs) normally does what Lisa Kay and I do, in that he is a radio show host, a radio personality, a speaker, an author, an enlivener. Yes, ma'am, I gave myself that title. All right, I (laughs) love it. We all need some enlivening, and I can't wait to get a little bit of that today, because you know, kind of the blues and all, but you're gonna bring the volume, right? (laughs) Yes, ma'am, I promise. (laughs) Okay, and and you know what? It's in the Bible, and it's a word. So I'm just go ahead and say it because you'll put the two words together: bad and ass. <laughs> he is a self-proclaimed badass. Welcome. We keep it real, y'all. Welcome, Drew Myers. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> Thrilled to have you here today. I promise not to flip the switch and start interviewing you guys. <laughs> you're welcome to it. I've you're got welcome. questions. I think okay. it's so cool what you're doing. This is awesome. Oh, thank, you. thank you. Yeah, I think we call that rapid fire. Okay. We'll do that at the end. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, so tell us, what is an enlivener? Okay, let me tell you how I gave myself that title. Okay, enlivener. I was selling real estate in Glen Rose, Texas. I know Glen Rose. The, the, the dinosaur capital of Texas. The dinosaur capital. There's a drive-in theater out there. It's right? fun. It's yes. my grand. It's in Granbury, uh-huh. and I actually live in Rainbow, which is outside of Glen Rose. My okay. kiddos go to Glen Rose schools. Anyway, I was selling real estate, but I was um, going to these universities to do continuing education classes to teach my message, and I didn't feel like a real estate agent was the proper title. So I was like, well, what do I call myself? Now, and I'm sure we'll talk about this. I had 11 jobs in 11 years after I graduated from college. 11 jobs in 11, 11 years. years. Yes. Now, wait. So from an employer standpoint, did they ask you to take that next job? Or <laughs> were you just shopping around trying to find your your niche? Well, it. it was just a continuing education position at these universities. So it wasn't I wasn't going to be full time. Okay. So they didn't really take that into consideration. The story behind that is my dad told me when I was growing up, if I wasn't happy with what I was doing, go do something else. And I embraced that with both arms. Clearly. I did did a lot of different things, a lot of different things, but I just didn't feel like real estate agent would get me in the door to do this continuing education class to teach people how to live on purpose and stop saying I'll do it tomorrow. So I said, what can I call myself? So I gave myself the title of an enlivener. Okay. I like it. So it's it's just about making the situation better. That's the definition of I love that. I was fixing to ask you, have you Googled what the definition of it is? Yes, ma'am. Just make the situation better. Well, that's what you're doing right now on this show. You're making this situation better. Yes. Happy to do so. (laughs) So is Rainbow, Texas really a town? It really is. (laughs) It's just outside of Glen Rose. We have a Baptist church. 
a post office and a 36 hole golf course. That's it. What's the population? I don't know the population. It's tiny though. We live on the Brazos River. We live on oh, 40 hey. acres out there. My, oh. It's um, been in the family for a long time. My parents um, now own it and then they gave us a couple acres and I moved out of the Metroplex. Thank goodness. I grew up in Dallas and was living in Fort Worth most recently mm-hmm. and I was tired of it. Mm-hmm. I come up here a lot for work. Yeah. But when I hit that big bridge at the Brazos River, just I can kind of breathe again. Oh, yeah. I love country yeah. living. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful out there. And that, there's a lot of bed and breakfast in that region. And as I mentioned, the drive-in movie, dinosaurs. It's, <laughs> it's a neat place. It is a neat place. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to grow, you know, to raise my kids out there. Yeah. Well, 40 acres. I mean, do you have livestock? We do. You have ponds, fishing ponds? We live right on the Brazos River. Yeah. I mean, I can run through the livestock. We have oh. longhorns. We have donkeys. We have a mule. We have a pig. We have chickens. We have dogs. We have we have everything. Yeah. Like is there a, a rooster? Zoo. There is a rooster. So the rooster wakes you up in the morning. That's your time clock. I'm usually up before the rooster. All right. Okay. So the, truly an enlivener because you get up, you get your kids, your family going. That's You're right. the one, yes. the heartbeat of the family. Let's go. Oh, yes. <laughs> that is so cool. Well, you're an author. I had mentioned before. I'd love to hear about your books and your upcoming book. Okay. So this will is actually my debut book. I did a little challenge journal a couple years ago, self-published, put it out there. It's just an inspiration type Mm -hmm. of thing. It's real short and sweet. This is a real book. It's called The Tacos and Chocolate Diet. It comes out in September. And go Ta- ahead and ask. Tacos and Chocolate yes, Diet. Ma'am. Mm-hmm. Is it a real diet? No, it's not a real diet. I mean, <laughs> you are not going to lose weight just eating Mexican food and eating peanut M&Ms. Okay? Yeah, right. I'm very upfront about that. <laughs> to be honest with you, the title was a placeholder for a long time. I just I started to live a gluten-conscious lifestyle. And I was eating a whole lot of yeah. tacos and a whole lot of chocolate. So I called it the tacos and chocolate diet. Well, it stuck. So the book itself is an inspirational memoir. I tell my story. And then I share 10 lessons that I learned over those 11 jobs in 11 years. And then also realizing my biggest fear was being irrelevant. Mm. So that's yeah. that's the book. And yeah. it's engaging. I have a really unique writing style. It's how I talk. So everybody that's read it, and it's only been like six people, they say, I can hear you talking to me. And I love oh, that. Oh, that's, that's good. good. That's good. Yeah, I'm really excited about getting it out. And the audio version of it, because your voice has to be the voice yeah. of the audio version of this book. All right, Taylor, True. here's some radical honesty. I've told people that I think I wrote the book so I could record the audio book. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because as you're writing, you you have this way that you want to enunciate. And I have a feeling you're a little sarcastic. Very. So I can imagine <laughs> you enunciating and throwing in what only you could do. That. Alexa voice couldn't by any means do what you could do. Well, thank you. I'm excited. I'm excited about doing that. And we're probably a couple weeks from actually me sitting down in the studio and recording the audiobook. Oh, oh wonderful. Yeah, we can't wait for that because I love listening to, to podcasts in the morning yeah. and I love listening to audiobooks on my prayer walk. And so yeah. I can imagine hearing chapters here. from your book during yeah. that time. Yeah, I do the same thing when I work out. So you're going to have to tag us on that. You got it. <laughs> Coming soon. So I'm still intrigued with 11 jobs in 11 years how did you I mean I would think as an employer also that if they saw that you had 10 jobs and you know a job a year wouldn't they be a little in, not intimidated but worried to bring you on absolutely what type of jobs were you 
Well, let's start there, the types of jobs that I had. Yeah. So I went to school as a journalism major. I went to school at Midwestern State, a small Division II school up in Wichita Falls. Yep, and I know Midwestern State. Yep. I worked at the newspaper while I was going to school, and they hired me right out of school. Okay. So I was, a, I was a newspaper guy for a couple years. I went up to Ashland, Oregon for a year and lived up there and worked at a newspaper in Oregon. And then I came back, and I wanted to get out of newspapers. So I went back to Midwestern and I was an admissions counselor. I worked at the school at Midwestern. And I was that guy that would set up table drapes at the in the cafeteria and people would come by and they're like, I want to go to your school. And I'm like, cool, fill out a, oh, fill out a card yeah. and I'll send you a brochure or whatever. <laughs> the ambassador for the school. Exactly. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah. And so I got tired of that after a couple years and I said, I'm going to go be a football coach. And that's what I did. Wow. wow. I was a football coach at Blinn College, and I started out as a volunteer, then I moved up to a student assistant, and then I moved up to passing game coordinator, and then that opened up a door for me at Texas Christian University. I was the nice. recruiting coordinator there at TCU. Really? Oh, a horn frog? Nice. I know you went to SMU, so yeah. I can say go frogs. With, no, pony yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> so that was great, and then I was actually on a very crazy trajectory in college athletics. I made my way up to director of communications for the entire athletic department at TCU. Fantastic. Wow. And then I got bored and I said, I want to go start my own business. And I did that. And then that failed. And I won't go into that business. But then I started working my way back into the real world. And again, it goes back to what my dad said. If I wasn't happy with what I was doing, if I was bored or felt unappreciated, go do something else. Yeah. And, I, and I did. Yeah. In regards to people hiring me, mm-hmm. when I filled out that resume to be the continuing education teacher, when I gave myself the enlivener title, mm-hmm. I had to find my resume because people were hiring me and never asked for my resume. Oh, that, wow. <laughs> so it was something That's about great. you, your personality, yeah. I guess. your presence. I, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I felt very blessed. Not, not that all the jobs were great jobs, yeah. but it was a stepping stone to where I am now. Yeah. And that, I firmly believe that our story, past, present, and future, um, is so important. And I wouldn't be sitting here with you guys if I hadn't gone through those 11 jobs in 11 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. Well, tell us about your show. So you have your own show. You're a radio personality. Let's hear a bit about that. Okay. Um, When I was selling real estate in Glen Rose, they moved a radio station there. Glen Rose is tiny. I know. We have 3,000 people that live in Glen Rose proper. And And a fewer in Rainbow, right? Fewer in Rainbow. (laughs) But in Little County, we probably have around 10,000. Yeah. And... I never in a million years dreamt that somebody would say, we're moving a radio station here, but they did. And my broker encouraged me to go to lunch with the owners. I think he wanted me to sell them a house, but they offered me a job. (laughs) I told them my background with sports and journalism, and they said, do you want to be our news director, our sports director? And I Mm -hmm. said, yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the, the premise was I would go to the radio station at 445, put the news and sports together, go on at six, be done by nine, and then go sell real estate. But the problem was I never left the radio station. Oh, I ne- yeah, you had so much fun. I loved it. And yeah. I think there was a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. It's in Rainbow, Texas. I mean, the, I like, the tractor club would bring their flyer by. <laughs> it, I think it was the hope that something cool would happen. Yeah. So I just I hung around, and they – Mike Green and Julie Green, the owners of the radio station, they stopped me after one of the morning shows and they said, you're here all the time and we can't pay you any more money. And I said, you don't have to. Just give me my own show. And that's where my radio show and my podcast was born. And my podcast was an accident. 
I started to record my show because I was like, who's listening to Glen Rose Radio, <laughs> you know, at, from 7 to 9 on Sunday night? Probably not a lot of people. I said, what if they want to hear it? So I started putting it out there. My podcast was born. Yeah. It was a total accident. And the premise of my podcast, and it's evolved since then, is to focus on story. I'm big on story. Yeah. But it's also about goals, dreams, and aspirations, putting those in the spotlight. And you interview guests, mm-hmm. or do you bring your own stories each week? It's funny. The first show I ever did was two hours long, and it was just me talking. And I was like, what a boring show that was. <laughs> so then I started bringing guests on. I've had a lot of singer-songwriters from the Texas music scene. I love I that. I love that. I scratched that itch because I'm a big Texas music fan. I brought on pro athletes, authors, just people in the community that um, mm-hmm. have cool stories. Mm-hmm. For, a like lo- for a long time, I did um, Widows. That Widows. was interesting. Yes, ma'am. Widows. Um, just their strength and their perspective on life was pretty amazing. Hmm. So um, they just, they really exemplify what I was trying to get across with my message. It was neat. Yeah. Wow, he's touching on so much that is the same formulations and beliefs of Fellowship Power Lunch and intentional talk. I mean... It is. It is. Bringing those stories to life. Encouraging. Yeah. Encouraging people. There's so much negative out there, and we really want to shine God's light. Mm -hmm. And um, as she says, be intentional, but but bring a positive message. Yeah. So I get to speak to your group again, and I'm excited about that. And I've spoken to you guys before. My message has changed. Mm -hmm. The Kool-Aid that I'm serving now is make the important things important, starting with you. Really? What brought that message about? There's two things that happened. Um, it was two guests that came on my show, singer-songwriters on the Texas mu- music scene. One of them was Walt Wilkins. He's written a lot of songs for Pat Green. I had gone on a solo trip to Big Bend National Park and went to a music festival in Marathon, which is just, just north of the park. And to really condense the story is that trip almost didn't happen. But I was intentional about making it happen. This is only a few years ago, back in 2019. And I told Walt that story, and he looks at me at that music festival, and he goes, I'm glad you did that because that's important. I was like, oh, yeah. He validated me doing that thing, going on that trip. Yeah. A couple months later, my friend Kylie Ray Harris um, was killed in an automobile accident outside of Taos, New Mexico. She drank yeah. too much, drove yeah. too fast, and um, killed herself and a 16-year-old girl outside of Taos. Which was so de- – she had just played at Lakeside near my home, and we were just devastated to hear that. It rattled me. It yeah. really did. And I didn't think about if Kylie Ray Harris had marked this off her bucket list or had she done this. No, all I mm-hmm. thought about was did she make the important things important? Did her daughter Corby know that she loved her? And she did. And did her mom know how much she appreciated her? She did. And did her friends know how much she cared about them? And, mm-hmm. and they did. Mm-hmm. So Walt Wilkins planting the seed and the tragic death of my friend Kylie Ray Harris watering that seed made me switch my message completely. And I still talk about live on purpose and put your goals, dreams, and aspirations in the spotlight. But now, without a doubt, make the important things important starting right here. Yeah. Starting with oh, yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. Because you cannot be a good, you know, podcast host. You can't mm-hmm. be a good mom. You can't be a good wife. You can't be a good lawyer. You can't be a good doctor mm-hmm. unless you take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mentally, spiritually. Well, and of course, All Jesus of tells us to love others as we love ourselves. And so and we have to start with ourselves. That's right. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Well, you certainly wear a lot of hats. 
I know it's confusing to a lot of people, Lisa K, to yeah. be honest with you. <laughs> Especially my mother. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is it you do? <laughs> Trying to explain it to people. <laughs> and it's so funny. Uh, just a completely separate thing with all of this. You know, I, my podcast was an accident. I woke up one day and I had produced, edited, and recorded 750 episodes, and I'd become a podcast expert. So now I go into these different communities across the region and tell the stories of those communities through the stories of the people who live and work there. Yeah, That's super cool also. Isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's a lot, and I juggle a lot of balloons, but I love it. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. You certainly have to have a passion to do what you do on a daily basis. And I'm not bragging by any means, but my four platforms, which also includes my day career, um, I love every one of them. And you have to. Yeah. yeah. Life is short. Right. Yeah, that's what we all learned. And I love this girl very much. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> me too. But we were kind of accident as well. I mean, when COVID hit, it was that it just got vision got stronger and stronger and if she hadn't picked up the phone and listened to the thoughts <laughs> we wouldn't be here to i wouldn't think we'd be here today. yeah yeah but every but everybody sitting here has a strong faith so it wasn't an accident no. it was the plan it was the plan and yeah. that's when you know if you pray for god's purpose and god's will in your life get ready because he will reveal it to you buckle up buckle up. <laughs> that's, that's right, right. <laughs> yes we just never know what it's going to look like but it's so much fun yeah so much fun yeah you spoke for us at fellowship power lunch february of 2017 and you talk about how your your the subject topic is different we all go through seasons in life and it's kind of like going through education i could be in a meeting a seminar in, in in a certain season of my life at that time and i'll pick up certain things that that are meant for me at that time and then go back to that seminar four years later and i'm in a different season and then all of a sudden i've learned something totally new out of the same seminar sure so it's it's the same with an audio book or mm-hmm. a, a magazine article it depends on where you are personally yeah. what your takeaway is yeah. from that so yeah. it's part of the journey it's part yeah. of the story so is fitness part of your life? Yes, ma'am. All right. Tell us, what do you do every day? How do you stay fit? How? I mean, you have that beautiful countryside. You've got to be out there doing something athletic. I run every single day. Yeah. I run at least one mile every single day, huh. and my running streak will turn 11 years old in February of next year. Every single day? Every for single day, years. no matter what. Wow. Even that, that snowstorm that we had in February of yes, 2021. Ran. He yes, was ice skating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not running fast because I've got to keep my feet underneath me, but yeah. yes, I did run. I've run when I'm tired. I've run when it's hot. I've run. I don't drink anymore, but I, I've run drunk, like oh. stone cold drunk on a treadmill in New Orleans, Louisiana. But I got my mile in. You got to be in. Okay. I got, I got, I got <laughs> like, hey, I, everybody, <laughs> watch out. I'm coming. <laughs> you know, it, there's no excuses. My son had just turned one year old, and I was tired of making excuses why I wasn't running. And I said, no more excuses. I had mm-hmm. had enough of making the excuses. So every single day, no matter what, at least one mile, at least. Yeah. And I do my power walk every day, power walk run, but every single day. And I I think my streak is maybe seven or eight years. There you go. Even when I travel, 
and it's hard sometimes when you're out of the country yeah. or changing time zones and it's a 12 hour difference and you're trying to figure it out you're like well i gotta get it in no excuses no right? excuses yeah. get something done it's yeah. there's something very powerful about having that obstacle there uh-oh am i going to be able to do it putting your shoes on and pounding the pavement yeah every single so day i had a, a it was wall wilkins matter of fact he said I cannot believe you've done that. He goes, the only thing that I have done every single day for that time is go to the bathroom. That's it. He uh, said. <laughs> well, that was a necessity. <laughs> you know? You kind of have to. I said, what about brush your teeth, Walt? And he goes, no, I don't even think I've done that for. Uh, yeah, the pandemic, a lot of us kind of skipped some things <laughs> during that time. Not me. But I'm in the same boat as you, too. Yeah. yeah. I've exercised every day. I love running, but I rotate that. And opposite days I'll do weights opposite days I'll do well I'll do legs weights running and just separate the days so but my weekends I love running yeah got to yeah got to yeah we're close to our close but we want to do a couple of rapid fire questions come on bring it all right favorite food um, tacos. Okay, so you kind of told us that before, but I just wanted to see based tacos. on the title of the yeah. book. Was yes. that it? Okay, tacos I can eat tacos every diet. single day for every single meal. You must have some good tacos. I look out around. There. I'm like, when I leave here, I'm going to find me some tacos up here for sure. <laughs> What's one word people would call you? Bold. All right, and your shirt says "Be, Be bold. bold." Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. What else? This isn't very rapid. Let's go. No, no, no. Let's go. You no, give me time to no. think. Favorite destination? Favorite. I love the mountains. Yeah. I mean, I don't care what mountains. I just yeah. give me some mountains. And how can people reach you? Um, just search Defining Audacity and everything shows up. So how can they find your book? Is it the tacos? Pre and yeah, pre-orders right are out right now. 99 cents. And that's important to know. 99 cent ebook is on sale now. And we're pushing that because we were going for our letters. We're going for the USA Today bestseller list. We just got to move 10,000 copies. That's it. That's all. We can do. We know 10,000 people. Let's go. Yes. We got it. And they're watching us right now. You're watching now. <laughs> so just go to wherever you get your, your ebooks from, your digital books, and just type in the tacos and chocolate diet, and it'll pop up. And it'll cost you 99. It'll cost you a dollar awesome. seven with tax. Well, that's a great deal. That's an awesome deal. Yes. Okay. We're doing it. We've got it. It's less you than too. a taco. It is less than a taco. <laughs> <laughs> and probably less than a package of M&M's nowadays. You're right, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're doing that. We're doing it. Yeah. All right. Well, Drew, thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it, and I love what you guys are doing. I think it's fantastic. Yes. Thank you. Lisa Kay, well. yeah. tell them about the next Fellowship Power Lunch and our Veterans event, pretty please. Yes. So fellowshippowerlunch.com. Um, you, it's the third Tuesday of every month in Frisco, Texas. You can go on our website or on our Facebook page and find out the current speaker and the dates involved. Our Veterans Appreciation event is the third Tuesday in November. That is November the 16th at Embassy Suites Frisco. We still need sponsors. Um, if you can't join us on that day in November, go on our website and purchase tickets so our veterans can have a wonderful, delicious chef meal and an inspirational um, gathering. Yes, yes. Support our veteran community. That is yeah. one of our missions is to partner private citizens, corporations with our military veterans, our servicemen and women who have boldly served our country and really just coming alongside them and helping them and also bring positive messages of faith and encouragement and values to the world. 
You can find Intentional Talk anywhere you get your podcast. Also on my channel on Pray.com, and I have another channel on Life Network for Women. We're also on the Awakened Podcast Network, and we're so honored that you took the time to join us today. Yes. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. TV with TLC.